on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, eh, sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys, the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, Captain Pink Eye, Derek McCoy! Is that Pink Eye still going around? Uh, Yeah, I believe Lon gave it to me, but, you know. Look, I didn't rub my eye all over your eye, okay? Yes, yes, you did. I don't remember that tender moment. Not your eye. You said Mark Hamill's here. Wait, this wasn't Comic-Con. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. And yes, recovering, recovered from conjunctivitis. Thank you. Uh, it couldn't have been for me. We are uh, podcasting. We are podcasting on Wednesday, March 18th from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104. Did you have a Where the Santa owner Carter. is pregnant. I know that. But what? Do we really want to just like... I thought, that out there. I thought it was important to get it out there. Ooh, I knew it last week. People need to really? know. Really? Oh, okay. Held on to that secret the whole week. Are no. no. Are we going to really talk about that on the podcast? Yeah. No, that yeah. seems weird. I'm happy for her. That's it. It's very nice. She had a picture and everything today. Right. She did. Good yes. And it's going to get scary. And anyway, no. so, uh, of course. What could be better than to grow up as a kid in a comic book store? I just wish I would have had that information before. It's like before some kind of cliched I saying. Yeah. Like a kid in a comic book store. No, it's a kid in a candy shop. Uh, and, and, is, and, and he'll grow up illiterate. All i got to say is, is uh, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Goodson. Uh, he'd be the cruelest one of all. Uh, <laughs> so, of course, my fabulous announcer and uh, tonight, Moral Arbiter, being a little upset with it. Oh, no, no, I'm fine. I just uh, want it to be known that it's not mine. Okay. okay. Yes. Oh, good. Lon Lopez. But you'll Lon, not Lon. the Daddy Lopez. And okay. color he he common, says that like he said it before. Color commentator and distance from the microphone by four feet or more. Hi, everybody. Michael, Michael Goodson. Goodson. And, of course, sound engineer. Yeah, you know what? That Perfectly was Steve's modulated. bit, actually. Yeah. You stole Steve's you bit. You stole Steve's bit. Whatever. We're going to have about a fight. Your egg salad sandwich. We're going to have a fight. All right. <laughs> Rick Brett Snyder ending the round of intros. <laughs> wow. That is going to be the longest round of intros we've ever done. We have, of course, some comics. Mail call. Wait, I was going to say. Some no, I just thought I'd add a new like sound effect. Yeah. It's the mail call foghorn. Mail call. Wow. Warning the ships mail at sea. Bar, mail time. Mail time. <laughs> mail time. <laughs> it's the mail that never <laughs> fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Copyright Blues Clues. See, now, if you took responsibility <laughs> oh. for your children, you'd get, you'd get that. Blues Clues. We have, we have a, a, a letter from, with the subject line, Holy Fanboys, Batman. It's a letter. Oh. Okay. That's very nice. Yeah, it's from someone who has written in before and who we talked about on the air a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Journal. Oh. Big fan of mine, I'd like to point out. Is he? Let's see. <laughs> well, I'll get was. there. Dear Fanboy Planet, greetings everyone, it's your friend of the neighborhood Sharnold here. I have a lot to say as both a fan and a comic book creator, so get yourself some hats and hold on. All right. I'm there. Hey, yeah, you're there. Got my hat. Oddly First, enough, uh, we're all wearing hats. My oddly. Jimmy hat. 
How do you know I Wednesdays knew you were going night there. at the comic shop? First off, as a fan, I had a wonderful Fanboy Planet Marathon this weekend to catch up on a few of the podcasts I had missed. It was awesome hearing you guys... Until you got to the one... No. Yeah. It was awesome hearing you guys read my letter and listening to Lon stumble over my name. See? Oh, uh, it's always fun. for comedic effect. you pegged the origin of my name perfectly. It's Sean Arnold. But I've been going uh, by Sharnold since middle school, and I can't believe I forgot to mention Rick in my previous letter. Rick, you're awesome. Bold. Thank you. Bingo. I find myself constantly agreeing with your opinions, and I can't even imagine how much work goes into editing those podcasts and putting together the outtakes, which are always hilarious. No let's, idea. Let's just put it the, way, the one from last week. Sharnold. I'm still editing. Sharnold, you don't want to imagine. <laughs> Stronger men than you have been broken by – not a lot of people realize this, but, but Rick is like the fifth engineer we've had, but he was the strongest. <laughs> the others, they, they ran screaming. Uh, anyway, uh, by the way, what's the origin of your position as moral compass? Uh, well, that was because I told you guys to shut up, and when you wouldn't, <laughs> I just cut you out of the podcast. Because he acted like dad. <laughs> mm. I just said, you know, do and people really want to listen to that? Yeah, yeah. I also... <clears throat> I also want to thank you guys for introducing me to Batman, Brave and the Bold, and MarkWade.com. These are two of the many things I first heard about on your show that I now can't get enough of. I also really enjoyed the segment you did a few weeks ago where Lon... I hate when you encourage it. Where Lon ran down a list of comics with a simple buy it or skip it review. Oh, the one everybody hated. Okay. Because what Lon did was read comics instead of participate in the podcast. (laughs) Obviously. There's not I read the first six pages in a weekly podcast to discuss every single comic released each week. But I think a segment like that is an entertaining and efficient way. You're dead to me, Charlotte. Charlotte is awesome. For me to get others' opinions about as many comics as possible. I don't know. That one wasn't about me, so you're still alive to me. Okay. <laughs> Doug's gaming segments were also fun, though I preferred the episode where he actually recommended a game. What's the, really the point of having him tell us that a game we probably haven't heard of isn't worth our money anyway? anyway. And actually, Doug kind of felt that way, too. So, Well, Charlotte, I mean, what it was kind of a crapshoot thing, isn't it? He came in with this game. We and tried we it played out it, fresh. And, and we all realized. And, and then we had to, you know, pity let him talk on the podcast. No, yes. no. No, no, no I'll, I'll say it. No, okay, but it, it would be nice. Doug's to, a pro, and he it, knew he knew that was kind of falling flat. But we had kind of planned to do it. And that's kind it of was, good. I mean, you you it was do an experiment. You take chances. We brought the game in, we played it, and he reviewed it as a kind of a gut reaction yeah. after that, right? So I mean, sure. that's that's why, and I think there's something kind of valuable in that. If Sharnold wants, I'll play a bunch of games and then come back and be all buy it, Sharnold, skip you know, it, you know, checkers, you know, buy it. You know what I've been playing? Operation Hulk. Mm. With the uh, is that where you go really? in and chop her out of and Bruce Banner no, out of like, Vietnam? It's like Operation, only it's the Hulk, and the voltage is much higher. <laughs> You're actually right. That's exactly what it is. Really, <laughs> it's the Hulk version of Operation. My son wanted. Do you have like adamantium claws to open him up? And you uh, and everything is actually got some like Hulk trivia. A broken heart where Betty has hurt him. Mm. But wow, the worst thing is there's deep. a toxic gamma cloud. So you have to remove oh the... Oh, my. Where, where does that, that reside? I think you know where. And my son wouldn't believe me. I said, yep, the Hulk has one heck of a very powerful Hulk-sized stinker. <laughs> so uh, anyway... That that just brings up a real interesting point. Like, Yes? Could his farts kill people? Cancel or, or, can. or turn them <laughs> into I've shared a hotel room at Comic-Con with you. I'm just saying. I, That's all I'm saying. I used to have hair. Um, Meanwhile, back at the letter. <laughs> back at the, oh, I'm sorry. Charlotte, are you still here? But all of that awesomeness, 
pales in comparison to how much I enjoyed hearing Derek's and Lon's thoughts about Behind the Hero. It was great to hear an honest critique, and I'm really happy that you both enjoyed the writing in spite of the art style. I don't know how legitimate Lon's invitation was. What invitation? To did come, you, yeah, we said he should come down. Yeah. Right? yeah, okay. I was just uh, was he's just being polite, and I certainly don't want to encroach on your show. No, you have got some energy, Sharnold. We'd like to bring you in. Yeah. But I would love to come on the show and talk about Behind the Hero. I could also talk a bit about how to create your own comic book from scratch, something I think a lot of fanboys are interested in. Plus, meeting Derek and Lon again at WonderCon was so cool that I want an excuse to meet Rick and Michael, too. Oh. Yes, now, I, that's a good guy. because yeah. you know. he send a letter or his resume? I know this email is already pretty long, but I have a few final thoughts to leave you with. Lon, Give it to me, Sean. Number one, Lon was right. No, oh, I'm 23. Oh, really? I hate you. Wow. Sean, stop telling him he's right. <laughs> number two, have any of you had a chance to visit Slave Labor Graphics' new art gallery slash storefront? I was down there this weekend and thought the idea was cool, but the execution was nothing spectacular. Where is that located? Do we know? It's on uh, Market Street, First Street in downtown San Jose. I haven't been down there. Oh, it is a block away from where I work. So oh, okay. I need to, is so it like right no there, San Fernando, San Fernando, San Salvador? I have never been there. It's been there for a long time. It's on uh, the corner of William and Market, I think, or Reed and Market. Oh, down there, down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the dealerships and yeah. stuff down there? Wow. Yeah. Okay. San Jose, California. San Jose, California. Not San Juan, Mexico. Or no. San Jose, Mexico. Number three, I am constantly befuddled by what a small world we live in. Anthony Liano, the man responsible for From the Land Beyond, uh, is a friend of mine, too, and I'm sure he, along with the rest of Sacramento, would enjoy your presence during that convention, which is in late September, and we already talked about oh. possibly... Yeah, going up oh, because of Derek Mears. Derek Mears is appearing there. It's a horror We're going to be all partying convention. with him. Road I don't know. We'll be partying with him, but we'll see. You know, maybe that SACCON needs a panel on podcasting. Fo- podcasters. Well, yeah. well, email Anthony. Anthony is a friend of Elusive Arts. That's how I actually uh, met him in the first place. Uh, I, my first signing at a convention was to go to a little one in Sacramento for on behalf of Elusive Arts, and he's a friend of Anna's. So I, think I have a lady comics. friend in Sacramento. We could go. That'd oh, cool. great. A place yeah, right. to, huh. I know a strip club. Ooh, even better. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you're I've been to the Capitol. Oh, good. I've been to the train museum. That's why you're moral compass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went and saw our government in action. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. I got action. Uh, no. Oh, I what? paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I've read action comics. Uh, number four. I know by now you've already talked about it, but I can't wait here to, to hear what you had to say about Summer Glau's appearance on the Big Bang Theory, which i got to say we'll just throw in the news right now. Big Bang Theory has gotten a two-year renewal Excellent. as of today. Bravo. So was nice. The sound, was the laugh track also renewed for two more years? I don't know. <laughs> Did it get a that was extension? not included. Let it go, Michael. No. Let's let, let it, go. it go. Stop telling me when to laugh. And finally, Lon. Laugh. Thank you for not giving me pink eye. <laughs> yes. Yes, Lon. Thank you. Thank you for not giving me pink eye. So now he understands why I'd I never shook be, his hand. That's I'd all rather be the moral compass than the carrier. Typhoid Lopez. Pink eye Lopez. back here again. That's not the first time he's been called pink eye. All right, so let us go to... Thank you for that letter. Right, thanks, Charles. Yes. And absolutely, let's, uh, let's find out a time. Uh, if anybody let's else... Let's do it before From the Land Beyond. Let's get you down here before September. Yeah, but you know what? That's cool. We get letters, so yeah. we should encourage people. Editor at fanboy. And I'm still going to say, Doc from Legends of Science Fiction and Fantasy, get, open an invitation. Get down here, man. And Anna just dared you to call the store. That's right, she dared you, dude. Well, now he's got to look it up and find it. Yeah, what's the phone? No, no, no. These are potential customers, ma'am. Yeah. I'm daring them to call the store. Okay. okay. Well, he's got to drive down from Sacramento, but anyway. Tomorrow, 
7481. And they love it. He just called to say hi. Just call. Call. <laughs> Ask call for Steve. Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steve loves getting crank calls. Ask for Tim. Ask Tim he's why lonely. he's not dating. Actually, call in and ask for the gay oh, comics. Ouch! Ouch! No, there's a story there. I know. And you'll I tell didn't me catch later. that. I guess. I'm anyway, let's get to let's get to regular comics, shall we? Yeah. What came out this week that you guys liked? Uh, Greatest American Hero number two, written by me. Oh, me. Yeah, that's just. I picked it up today. That's just shilling. Believe um, it or not, I didn't pick it up. <laughs> no, I, I saw you pick oh, it up and you put sorry. it back on the shelf. I, I really appreciate I that. I meant buying. You are. You are. Well, you know, I don't think Goodson's bought Look. Tony Loco yet, and that's. No, no, I think I bought one issue. He's waiting for it to hit the quarter. (laughs) I'm just going to wait for them all to come out and then buy it. (laughs) And that wasn't going to happen. I'm going to do the same with Greatest American Hero. Oh, that's good because the third issue finishes the story and that'll be uh, out in a month and a half. Cool. Yeah. So, ah, I'll wait for a trade. Okay, we're working on that too. Anyway, um, yeah. So I don't know what else did I I buy. Uh, I think Spider-Man Noir came out. Were you excited about that? Put it right back on the shelf. Oh, okay, good. Let's just look in a little bag. Oh, I love the sound effect. Uh, Did you add that in later? No. No. Uh, That's live, baby. That's just uh, good engineering. I picked up Ultimatum number three. Yes. Because uh, I've actually been kind of enjoying this. And you didn't uh, You didn't get X-Men 100? Ultimate, Ultimate X-Men? X-Men 100? No, I did not. I, we haven't Last that issue. in a while. Uh, and I've been picking this one up. Um, Mysterious the Unfathomable from Wildstorm mm-hmm. by Jeff Parker. Jeff Parker. Mm-hmm. Who uh, wrote? Could the, you hold that for the camera a little more? Oh, there you go. I'm showing you, Rick. Your hands are in the way of the oh, logo. I'm sorry. Uh, he wrote the X Men First Class, which oh, okay. was a really good kids book, and he had done some, uh, I think, some stuff for Oni, and he was really kind of an interesting writer. So I picked this up, uh, the first issue. And it's kind of like a supernatural Doctor Who. Oh, and so kind of you know strictly on the like supernatural a m- side, mysterious main character. Yes, and a mysterious, the unfathomable, and he has a sidekick, okay. and, and they're solving supernatural a supernatural Sonic mystery. Hammer, no, no, but spell casting and okay. able to has a room that basically opens up into anywhere and uh, kind of thing. So yes, there so are some things fun. that are derivative, but it's fun. It's an interesting kind of art style too. And we could all use a little more fun these days, right? Absolutely. I, you know, and I got to say one thing uh, that's going to be fun from DC is we know already that you know Doom Patrol and Metal Men were going to be you know kind of back to back. Looking forward to it. The truth of the matter is that DC Dandadio has admitted that you know to, in order to with rising costs they may have to rise uh, raise the price of books to three ninety nine. <laughs> But if they do, they're going to make them bigger and make them double shots and return to that idea of having a backup tail without cutting down on the lead feature at all. Good. So Booster Gold is now going to have Blue Beetles being canceled. So uh, Blue Beetle, who is very popular on Batman Brave and the Bold, popular with the kids, is going sh- to switch into a backup feature in Booster Gold. So it's going to be the Booster Gold Blue Beetle Power Hour? Kind of. Something awesome. like that, but in, on paper. So three ninety nine, three. Uh, you know, raise the price a dollar, but but basically one and a half times the the cool. amount of story. Will they go back down to the cheaper paper? You think or no? You know, I really wish they would. I yeah. wish they would hold it at two ninety nine and go to the cheaper paper because I, you know, I don't care. And the thing I've been noticing this, like you bought the demon, that big, right, that big, big hardback, hardback, thing. and the quality of the paper. The quality of the paper is better than it was originally, but it's, it's not as good as what they'd be doing on. You, you know, it's, on a regular, it, it seems a little faded. It, it looks kind of new. It is not the heavily lacquered uh, or finished paper that they use in a lot of trades and on and the three ninety nine books at Marvel. And yeah, so I mean, the truth of the matter is, we, we're content with the lesser quality paper. We really are. Yeah, yeah. 
read it's, the story. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, how about Sorry, I couldn't provide an argument. No. <laughs> you I insist it be made from platinum. Like the metalman? Like that. that yes. The, yes. the metalman? The you make him sound like yes. a Jewish <laughs> family. <laughs> the metalman. I visited the metalman this weekend. I, I, I visited the metalmans. They were fabulous. We had a little Google. He's a mensch. He is. Hmm. Sid Metalman. Sid Fantastic. Metalman is a mensch, I tell you. I th- uh, that sounded real good. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had it and I lost it. I'm sorry. Woo! Uh, uh, kind of an open secret, but confirmed, uh, I think, last week, Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly, the team on All-Star Superman, are no, going Frank into... Frank Quietly. No. Uh, no Frank Quietly. Okay, good. If only you could be okay. quietly oh, in right. the corner. Why don't you go prepare one of those yes or read it or not <laughs> reviews right now? <laughs> Because Charlotte seems to like that so much. Give Why the people what they I got to do it for the fans. Give the people what they want. You are the other side of the comics behind you. Jack of Hearts. Buy it. It's only a quarter. I'll do it. Okay. Anyway, and Frank White are going to be on a new book called Batman and Robin that will come out in June after the battle for the cow. They're dropping the All Star. No. No. That's yeah. Who knows what's happening with All Star Batman and Robin? Nobody likes to talk about that. So. No, nobody nope. at all, really. <laughs> not, not a single person likes to talk about that. No, no. Um, anyway, but just just regular Batman and Robin in continuity, dealing with the, whoever is going to win the Battle of the Cowl and who the new Robin is. Uh, somebody's got to ask the question. Okay. I guess I'll have ask to do the question. it. Do it. You have to. Are I they going to have bat nipples in this one or what? I don't know. Okay, thank you. I just did it because I had Ask to. again later. Okay. <laughs> He will. Get it, Batman, Robin, movie, Schmoomacher. No, no, no. Cool. I don't know if cool is the right word right now, but yes, we're, we're okay. We're we gonna, feel you. Oh, God, no. <laughs> don't give him that. Um, and uh, so let's go to a, a strange feature we were going to call, what are you reading? Check in. What? My iPod. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, oh, you, oh, no, you make well, comic comics. Well, you know, because so last week we talked one. about I'll graphic novels. All right, go ahead. No. What are you reading, Derek? Oh, no, what am I reading? I'm still on Fable. You know, I was going to talk about that that you know last week. They, I check, you know, to do sort of a check in on Fables. We said we'd get, you know, after they had finished their first massive arc. Yes. And at Wonder WonderCon, it's the popularity we saw. You photographed uh, a woman dressed as the Cinderella uh, secret agent. It was an awesome costume, and. Um, yeah, she was Cinderella, right? Cinderella, yeah. Okay. Because Cinderella is a super spy in Fables. But they just recently finished a, a, a small arc, again, kind of a game-changer thing. And it's like, we, uh, Goodson and I talked about this about a month ago. said, so, well, we'll still trust Bill Willingham. And he just keeps delivering. It was just how I felt with Fables. Every time it was starting to, like, peter out or, this must be all the answers now. Oh, no. And you keep going, and every arc just kept, kept getting better and better. And I feel like... He finished the major story. He finished what he promised, and then there's still more to be told. And I didn't think there was going to be, but there is. Awesome. And I'm enjoying Jack of Fables as well. So I'm still really high on those books. I'm reading Mysterious the Unfathomable. Is it the same uh, creative team that kind of were uh, that have been around, or Mm -hmm. has it? So it's maintained that over all these. It's maintained. Has that been cool as a fan to like have the same? They occasionally have the uh, the like fill-in fill guest in. artist, but uh, it's been it's been pretty much the same. Mark Buckingham, uh, uh, Bill Willingham, and and Mark. Uh, oh, doggone! I know the inker Steve Lealoha, but I can't think of who the penciler is. I want to say Mark Buckingham. Uh, Maybe it is Mark okay. Buckingham, and I just don't want to say because it, it sounds like Willingham. Lindsay Buckingham. Lindsay oh. Buckingham. Yes. Um, oh, I thought that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I'll go find out in a while. Okay. 
maybe when you do the maybe, the read it or don't yeah. segment. <laughs> so it's still current though, right now. Yeah, Fables? it's still it's still okay. current. I think it was uh, issue eighty one a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, so that's a that's a good book. Um, Did we hear any so more? So they wrapped up the original storyline around the issue adversary. 70, they beat 70. the adversary. So. Oh man! Oh, Spoiler alert! Why did you do that? They wrapped it up. Why did you a year ruin ago? that plotline <laughs> six months ago? <laughs> but, but at that point, there was a question as to whether or not the next storyline was going to be good. But I think Michael was the one who said he's been good for seventy issues. I'm going to give him ten issues. Mm-hmm. To yes, see how this is and going. Derek has then read those ten issues yeah. and has yet to pass all of them back to me. But <laughs> that's that's fine. I work on a time delayed schedule. So you think it's it's. It's as good as the original mm-hmm. series. It's a continuation of goodness. Yes, sweet. It is a continuation of goodness. Is this volume two? When there's a giant compendium, <laughs> the omnibus books? is this the start of yeah, I volume would say, two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, what are you reading, Lon? I have been uh, kind of trying to recapture the good old days and. Uh, I had the opportunity at WonderCon to go through some of the old uh, back issue bins and get some cheap books. And uh, I've been brushing up on my old school 80s, like early 80s Justice League of America kind of, uh, I guess that was around the satellite era kind of uh, mm. team. Who's on and, the team there? Uh, it's like the classics. It's like, uh, you know, you got your standard seven, which is... Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Super- Aquaman. Yeah, all those. John and I think Jones. with yeah, John Jones comes in later because he's gone for some reason in the beginning. But you also got like your 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 classics like Elongated Man, Adam, Hawkman. At, at the risk of again proving my mastery of of Zorlak Town, he was gone because he had found a Martian colony. Right, and, and that's part of the storyline I'm, I'm getting to right now is this, this invasion from Mars or whatever. But uh, it's been really fun because I've been catching up with all these. Old stories that I don't think I read as a kid, but just I probably had books in between, you know, sparse here and there that you would pick off the spinner rack, you know. Mm-hmm. Never had a full run where I'd ever, you know, could follow the storyline. And I think also, too, it has some, you know, it's early introductions where Firestorm just joined the team and, mm-hmm. you know, some good stuff there. But, like, it's just kind of a fun read because it it's all old school comics where, like, one story, you know, it's crazy stories where, like, they go to another world and fight aliens and, you know, like there was one issue I was reading where, you know, people of Earth are getting changed into mutants because they're missing something called this X, the X factor or something like that. And they have to replace it. And it's like, you know, it's like it's kind of like storytelling from like, you know, you know, we all like the brave and the mm-hmm. bold right now. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like that simple comic storytelling. It's fun. And basically, it's kind of a lot of that. And I'm really enjoying it. And one of the cool treats was... uh they did like a, I think it was like issue 200 or 400, I don't remember. But uh, it was kind of like one of those big issues where they bring in different artists for different stories. I had that. It was issue 200. Okay. And uh, it was really exciting because for the Flash story, they brought in like almost like, what, what penultimate, not penultimate, but a signature Flash artist like Carmine Infantino. Carmine, you know, yeah. I, and what was rad because I Ryan Boland drew the Green Arrow, Black Canary chapter, I remember very Something like that, yeah. Well. yeah it but it was just kind of weird because like book. when I first started picking up Flash comics when I was a kid, they were all Carmine Infantino. So sure. it was like, not to say he's like my favorite artist or anything, but it's like when you think of old Flash, yeah. that's well, the look really, you he look. He defined the look, absolutely. Right. And so it was kind of one of those where it was fun reading this book again and seeing, oh, that's Carmine Infantino art, you know. And so I don't know. So I've been having a, a lot of fun going back and looking for just fun comics that didn't have, you know, uh, continuity issues to where, you know, it was setting up some big summer crossover event or, you know, I think they were just kind of two or three different storylines that 
kind of just you know went into the next issue and then started something new. Or like for example, one is one issue they go back in time and they're meeting up with Jonah Hex and Scalp Hunter and. I had that with the, the, up against the time something yeah, and they Lord go back time. in time and they can't remember who they are and it's like sitting there going, that's these are the comics I grew up loving. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting there going, there's Green Lantern with Jonah Hex. You know what I mean? And it's like mm-hmm. and he's in his costume and they're just you know palling around. You know it's like. And it was simpler back then. It was simpler times, you know, and I just, I don't know. But characters that, yeah, you just... And you're just having fun. There's some chick named Cinnamon. Yeah. She, one Cinnamon of the cowboy... Cinnamon was, it was a, right. a weird Western Tales for, for Yeah, a while. so I just, I had a... And so here's the thing, like... I think she was revealed to be a version of Hawk Girl at really? one point really? in the Jeff Johns run, yeah. Oh, great. Thanks, Jeff no. Johns. No, but uh, just, it was like, I, it's been a long time since I've sit with a stack of comics and just enjoyed the reading of good stories. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of, you know, I've been going to the past to mm-hmm. get my comic fix. And what about you, Rick? Yeah. Well, I was way behind on Buffy. I was like eight issues behind, which took me through the end of uh, that whole goth, uh, Japanese goth uh, mm-hmm. threat, and into Dawn as the centaur and then the f- the fray. The fray. Yeah, um, the fray crossover. And yeah. then into another storyline. The thing, I just, I know Joss is not writing it, but it's still got crisp Joss-like writing. Well, he's re- he's still running it, and he handpicks the writers. Yeah, so. He does, so, but didn't he do that on Angel as well? And we all agree that kind of stunk. Well, okay, point taken. Yeah. But yeah. still. Yeah, I didn't, I don't get it at all from Angel from After the Fall kind of stuff. But you, but you know, let me say, the thing, the thing with Angel and After the Fall is that that writer was strictly a comic book writer for IDW. That was where yeah. his experience had been. He was a house writer, and, and Whedon kind of went, okay. Whereas Buffy Season 8 are people that wrote the show, Brian K. Vaughn. We've got Brad, Brad Meltzer coming up. People that have proven themselves in other medium, media, and uh, you know, but had also had familiarity with it, worked on the show. Or now Brian K. Vaughn working on television. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll give you an example of some of the dialogue. And I just, I, I, this is a very simple line, but Xander and Buffy and one of the other Slayer girls are having a conversation, and Buffy's apparently ravenously hungry, and she's chewing on something when something comes up, and she makes a comment. You can almost, the words are coming out of her mouth, and you can barely make it out. And Xander says, Chewie's got a point, you know, that, referring to Buffy. And I'm just sure. going, that that joke works on so many levels because you can yeah. imagine Buffy making Chewbacca-like sounds. She's <laughs> chewing, and he's doing a reference to Star Wars with respect to uh, somebody looking at at a potential disastrous uh, situation. And I just really appreciate that 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 kind of smart writing. In a my uh, wife in a is book. a big Buffy fan, and uh, she reads all of the comics and gets that same yeah Buffy goodness. That same I, I do feel like it's like it feels like the show. I'm not a big fan of the artist. Because I think some of the things are undone by I'm not. You know, there is a weak point in that book, and that is some of the reveals that they've done, like the last panel reveals. I look at it and I go, I know I'm supposed to be surprised at who that is, but I can't tell who it is. I'm not sure which one it is. And there was one where it was dark. uh, It was a dark. um, No, don't tell because I don't think Goodson's caught up. Okay, so it was. But I know exactly which one you're talking about, right? And and it was exactly the same. I'm like going, going, oh, I can't really tell. That could be one of any number of creatures, and especially they brought somebody back who hadn't been in the comic before, and I'm supposed to recognize them as well. Yeah. So I agree with you. Artwork is not as good as. Are you saying that they're real life too? Comic book translation did they work are for you. they are trying to draw the actors sure. 
and they're they're drawing them a little inconsistently mm. for me to pick them up. With the exception, you know, it's easy to draw Xander because you know the guy with the eye patch. Yeah. And, and Dawn's <laughs> yeah. pretty recognizable. Yeah, at this point too. Because, but, seventy feet tall. But she's also but <laughs> not anymore. Well, okay, but she's also built differently. You know, they're still drawing her like the skinny girl that she yeah. was, and right. as opposed to everybody else who's um, va va voom, you know, va va voom, yeah. So the other thing I was reading is, and it like Lon, it takes me way back to my comics, and that is, I'm reading the first volume of the collected Thunder Agents. Actually, I just finished it. I'm going to start in the second one, but Thunder Agents was a book that was created by Wally Wood when he ran a comic book uh, company called Tower. Mm-hmm. And I remember this specifically because when I was a little kid, and you'd, you'd run around the different stores, you knew had comics, right? So there'd be a drugstore on Foxworthy, and there was a on Bascom Avenue. There was a grocery store, and so you'd end up in the grocery store. And whoever was buying it for this chain wasn't buying the high quality spread. So there was no Batman, and Superman, and stuff. There was Thunder Agents and Gold Key Comics. And I'm sorry, what company Carlton. put the Thunder Agents out? Tower, Tower. Oh. Tower. But they'd be all like the the second class, not the name brands, not the ones you're looking for, but. At the same time, I was trying stuff like Turok, Son of Stone, and um, and and Thunder Agents, which really obscure but a, a great uh, different take on team and government agents and uh, the the whole idea that these guys have powers, but there are downsides to them. Like Dynamo's mm-hmm. only lasts for a certain amount of time, and he has to activate it by. By twisting a knob on his belt, and wasn't it lightning? Every time he used it, would he was a year off his life. It didn't. It's not specific, but it, it aged him. It killed. It killed him more quickly. And then Dino. Uh, pardon me. No man was a um, human intelligence in an android body. He was an old man. He was an old man who. Yeah, I guess he didn't really have that much of a downside of rectal the itching. That, yeah, he he would when he die, he transfer to a new body, which was typically not near the action, so you'd have to get back to the action. Yeah. But these were great. Hilarity ensues. It's sort of like playing Diablo two. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he ends up back in town. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But damn, does he have to go find his wallet? Yes, on his corpse. He would. Yes. I, I I've read I've read that volume because DC had the rights to reprint them. Yes. And they did a few years back, yeah. And then there was a, actually, Playboy Press. I think had one issue of an attempted relaunch of it. There have been several years. over the over the years. And I say the actual not Playboy P- Penthouse Press. Bob Carbonero, who uh, had the rights, actually passed, Omni, Omni Bob magazine passed Carbonero. away three weeks ago. And so now, who oh, knows sorry. if anybody can, can actually revive Tower uh, Thunder Agents without. Huge yeah, there's a lot of, lot of legal nonsense. Can I throw on? one thing out there that I just discovered that might relate to this? I don't know if it's the same company. That we're doing a podcast? Is that what you just discovered? No, no, but did you? <laughs> Why are these ever, mics here? <laughs> have you ever been to Affordable Treasures in Los Gatos? Yeah, I have. They, like, in the very, very corner of their thing by, like, the color books and everything else, they have just stacks. Like you were saying, the store that stocks, you the know, doesn't ones. stock the Marvel. They have stacks and stacks of old, like, and I don't, I can't even think of the company, but almost like Stormwatch, and I guess that's all old image. That's maybe. old image, yeah. yeah. They've yeah. just got just stacks and stacks of old those old books. So I was kind of one of those things that you made me think about that. It was like, you know, if you're looking for just these crazy off the wall comics, 
that place that are drawn you know. by Rob Liefeld and almost unreadable. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why there's stacks and stacks well, there of were, them. Uh, there were a couple of companies that came out. I'm trying to remember. There was a company that came out with a like – Iron Jaw and Planet of the Vampires. And, Sounds you know, awesome. Oh, uh, Atlas. Atlas, right. In and the they, 70s, yeah. Most of those, those comics had about maybe six issues before the company yeah. went under. Mm. And you can still run into stores. There's a store up in Oregon that I go to every now and then that they've got in their basement, they've got hundreds of issues of these old. Well, it's kind of like, remember, and I'm sure we've all seen this, like, remember when Toys R Us used to carry just bags of comics, like, they yeah. get all the extra ones and they or just put them into three yeah, packs or PG&Y something. Why would do that? Yeah, yeah that's PG&Y. I mean, kind of these, an older dime store. The tower, yeah. the tower, and gold key, and all these would end up in those bags. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you you might have a Batman on the outside and say fifteen comics in this bag. Be one Batman, and they'd be like, right. And oddly enough, it was things like Blue Beetle and mm. the Question. Um, yeah, actually, I don't know, Question had its own. I think Question was in the back of Blue Beetle. I think so. Um, yeah, I don't think he had, until DC picked it up. I don't think he'd ever had a solo. Yeah. Remember the just guy, you listen to us. We're just talking about the good old days of comics. Well, I'm going to take you back to the good old days of 2001 and uh, Oh, 2001. <clears throat> when, hey, well, I I've, I've been reading comics now for well over 15 years. <laughs> nice. That's a long time. I look from. back on 2001 as yeah. the salad days. Really. It was really well. <laughs> uh, I've actually been reading uh what's it called? Batman on. Evolution, which is a reprinting of Detective Comics. 743 through 750 by Mr. Greg Rucka. I love that run. That run was awesome. It was a great run. It came right out of No Man's Land. They relaunched all the Bat books. And uh, at the time, I was reading all of the Bat books. And I have read the majority of the Bat books since then, or the last 15 years. Is it all two-color like that? Uh, each issue, they're basically black and white. And then each issue has sort of a highlight color. Huh. So you're looking at the red one now, and that's kind of like trying to get like a noir style to it. Well, almost. Frank Miller did something. Like yeah, that and then with, the, uh, later on they change it to purple and yellow, or there's some greens. Or but I love that art style because it was like a Batman we'd never seen before, or at least in a while. And I it? believe this is before Derek can correct me before Gotham Central, or at least right alongside of it. It was alongside at the same time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and. What I like mostly about this run is that it doesn't have a lot of the main characters. He, I mean, Ross Al Ghul is is featured in the first one, but he, he is working through Whisper Adair and uh, yeah, and the the kind of feeling you got when you read Gotham Central of a rich uh, and this has Sasha, cast and this introduces Sasha Bordeaux. Later it? on, it introduces Sasha Bordeaux, who is assigned as Bruce Wayne's bodyguard, and later. Becomes an OMAC and is a key character in Greg Rucka's run on Checkmate. You are correct. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I finally and started reading. it was more re- of like a crime book, too, right? They a didn't crime, have a lot a of super book. villains, and, and, right? And it's not even like a, I don't know, a lot of the Bat books tend to be kind of goofy and Batman's this omnipotent guy. But this is just a very well-written story that has Batman in it. Okay. And, uh, you know, great stylized art. Batman looks cool. Looks like a, you know, Bruce Timm kind of thing. But stylized, but not like too cartoony and not unbelievable and unreal. Like, no, you were right. Fitting yeah. the grim and gritty Noir. style. It, yeah. it definitely goes, evokes back to the original uh, uh, costume with the oversized ears. And yeah. yeah. I love that. Gray. I love the oh, art. I love the story. But I had, a, I had a box of these, which I'd set aside thinking, you know, these are pretty good and I'll get back to them someday. And then I, I was looking through them and went, well, I guess today's now. And started reading them and really enjoyed them. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a good. Rucka did some fantastic work in Gotham City. Yep. You know, it's like seeing Brubaker because the two of them kind of teamed up on on. He wasn't Gotham so good when he went to Central City or 
Well, he took over one of them for a while, and that was a con- I actually liked that run, but that was a very controversial run. No, I was kidding. You, you made it I sound know. like he was working in Gotham. Well, City. but he, but he, when he first started at DC, it was just Gotham Central and his detective and Bat. He was bopping back and forth between detective and Batman. He novelized No Man's Land, which is actually a pretty good read. Yeah. Um, you know, and now I think he's is it gone- a faster read than actually reading the comics. Oh yeah. Much. <laughs> Much faster. I like No Man's Land. And he eliminated things that didn't make sense, you know, because you're not bogged down with actually trying to establish a big, long continuity for, for new readers. But, uh, you know, it's like reading Ed Brubaker, where I think they're such good crime novelists, it's I, I, it's a shame when they go into, into superheroes. Yeah. Though I wouldn't be reading them for without the superheroes, I mean, to be honest. Well, you know, well, like Batman, Batman's a superhero that fits, or Daredevil's a superhero that fits them. Right. When you have Ed Brubaker writing X Men, and he's the one out in the galaxy, it's like, well, I can understand he wants to stretch. Didn't like those. And it's it's not yeah. bad, but it's not like that's not what you do, man. That's not what you do. You're from so, the street. You're, <laughs> yeah. Totally, and you're good at that. You make me feel like I understand what it's like to be from the street. You don't know. So, I don't. I don't. Trade paperback. Batman Evolution. Gotham number one. Okay. That's a good recommendation. Cool. If you haven't uh, read it, or if you uh, aren't sure what the abbreviation NML, everyone keeps referring to NML, NML it's mm-hmm. No Man's Land. It's the, uh, uh, ever since the NML. NML. And then yeah. there were all the uh, the DZs, the people who deserted. Deserters, yeah. and then the yeah. people who stayed. What do they call the, the people who stayed? I forget. The original? No, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> OGs. Yeah. The OGs? <laughs> original Gothams. Original Gothams. Stinky. Like a- <laughs> yeah. Unwa- the unwashed. I, I found, no, and, and I've said this before, I found No Man's Land very, very entertaining and fun. So it had a lot of good moments in it, and I thought it was a great concept. Mm-hmm. But there, there were a lot of ancillary books that I could have done without. Oh, uh, sure, sure. As there are with almost every Batman sure. crossover. Wasn't, but that wasn't happens. that the crossover where like Joker kills uh, Gordon's wife? Name? Gordon's wife. Yeah. Way to spoil it. Oh, sorry. I'll just spoil a story <laughs> that's eight years old. No. Yeah. Well, Rick hasn't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. okay. Ozymandias did it. No. Okay. How do we pronounce that? Ozymandias. That was Ozymandias. Somebody else said Ozymandias. I've already said Ozymandias, and then uh, I've seen a couple of documentaries where DC people go Ozymandias. Yeah, like, Ozymandias. And I'm what? like, he's not Spanish. Spanish. No, Ozymandias. In the, in the he motion, was looking for the city of gold. The motion yeah. comment pronounces it. Ozymandias. And I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. But you are correct. Okay. I thought because it's from the Percy Bysshe Shelley uh, poem. That's exactly what I was thinking. I know. And then uh, I butched up. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. That just made my nose bleed. <laughs> Getting told to butch up by Aww. Michael Goodson. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> What's next is, speaking of butching up, we've got Thor casting oh, rumors. Thor! <laughs> You're Thor. I'm the Thor. You I can hardly fit. You're a Thor buddy, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Anyway. Did you ever see that movie? We, no. We've got movie news. <laughs> and the movie news is we've... Uh, You've never seen that classic reference of Thor, Adventures in Babysitting? Oh, yeah. I have seen yeah. that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where he called everybody a Thor buddy. No, when he, I, I well, the girl's that. got... She's totally on the Thor. Right. But they, like, basically, I think the older brother was like, you know, oh, if you like Thor, you're, you know... You're kind of a. Mm-hmm. But for a second there, you almost accused Derek of not having seen an Elizabeth Shue movie. Oh. <laughs> it does not fly in either of our books. Uh, I did not know. <laughs> okay, that. Oh. I uh, So, anyway. Uh, Talk there, about cocktail. There, there was rumored last week that Josh Hartnett, who had been since. Dreamy. And 40 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night. Oh, he wasn't thirty days of night too. But I just was, watched that. But there was Creepy. something about where he gave up sex for Lent. Was that forty days? And forty, 40 days nights? and forty nights. Yeah. Yes. So th- or no, that was six days and seven nights. No, no, no it was, was forty days. There's a black I light. Lent. That I know you know nothing okay. about Catholicism, despite having been raised in it. Uh, but uh, you're raising and we're in it. the Lenten season. 
He's a raisin. Is that Catholicism? Anyway, you're soaking in it. Josh Hartnett uh, was apparently taking meetings with Kenneth Branagh, and the rumor last week was that he was in the running to play Loki, the god of mischief. That is loked out, because, man. I say no. Because Kenneth, Branagh, I say the nay. Kenneth Branagh really liked him in kind of that Iago kind of role in the uh, basketball oh. retelling of Othello called O, mm. which is actually really good. He's oh. right. He's very good in that. Um, but now the rumor this week is that Kenneth Branagh was thinking about him as Thor, and I'm I'm kind of hoping that's not true. What's Thor always say when he's shocked? Like astounds or something like that. Zounds, zounds, is it zounds? I don't think he's Thor says zounds. Zounds, <laughs> which is actually pronounced zounds. Great anyway, Caesar's but... ghost. Yeah, that's what he yeah, says. He says. <laughs> says holy moly. Let's just go through all this. <laughs> Anyway, um, so I say no. I don't know, but I say the nay I to say Josh Hart. No matter who they cast, Marvel delayed it by a year. <laughs> Thank God, has pushed it back because they've got uh, for a couple of different reasons. They've got competition from themselves, sort of, and that Sony is pushing forward on plans with Spider-Man Four and Five. When's Cap come out? Before Thor, or after that's been Thor? pushed. That's so been pushed back. back. So it's still Iron Man Two and Thor, and then it'll. Everything's been bumped back a year. Right? I think it might be Iron Man 2, then Captain America, then Thor, then... No. No? It was Captain, uh, Captain America and Avengers is supposed to be the same year. Channel, okay. take notes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and come back and tell us. That makes sense, actually. Okay. They push back because they don't want to compete with Spider-Man 4. Who knows And what- they're doing Iron Man, like, this year and putting out next year. And if... If Favreau is going to have any chance to do the Avengers That's film, the real reason. They wanted to give distance so that Favreau could direct the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So he'd be yeah. finished with Iron Man 2 and get that going. That's okay. We know Sam Raimi is already working on the script for Spider-Man 4 now that he's done with his uh, little side project of a horror film called Drag You Down to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. Drag, me, to, drag me Down to Hell. Drag Me to Hell? Just Drag Me to drag Hell. Drag Me to Hell. Awesome. Um, it looks like a, like a fun horror film. I Family friendly. We'll see. Family friendly, absolutely. Because <laughs> just this morning, my mother said that exact same thing to me. Drag me to hell. <laughs> um, and so we're hoping that Favreau will direct. Now, you saw some things for Wolverine, X Men Origins, Wolverine, right? That you were disturbed by in the television commercials. So talk about. Um, it. I, they've been showing little bits more in the trailer of all these. Remember, and the, our very first concern way back when, when we first saw the trailer was. It doesn't suck. Look at all these mutants was pretty much what we were looking at. And this is supposed to be an origin story of Wolverine, how he got his uh, adamantium and everything else. And in the latest commercials, we see Cyclops. A very young Cyclops. A very young Cyclops. But it was kind of one of those things where it was like, is this X-Men Origins for Wolverine? Or is this just another big X-Men movie where we stuff it full of mutants. Well, well, it, but it is stuffed full of mutants. We've already known that. I mean, so they should got call it X-Men Origins Stuffed Full of Mutants. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> hmm. Get your X-Men Origins now what's, Stuffed Full of Mutants. What's the carbohydrates on that? Anyway, go ahead. Rick, you were going to say something. Well, I was going to say that, I mean, if you look at the origin story for Wolverine, it's not that long. I mean, sure. Yeah, unless you want to have him bubbling that, away in that that's, tube. That, for that's a long the great time. thing about mutant origin stories. They were born. They developed a power. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, right. moving They're on. <laughs> no, but technically, though, if this movie's going the way the trailer looks. They're doing part of the Wolverine Origins story the, where him is where a, child, a child. And right. then they're doing the Weapon X story. Which really, yeah. if you laid that one, that six issues back to back, that was about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, I, I really don't – I don't have a problem with them putting 
this in the context of flashback or even continuation characters. So, that do are we care about in. continuity to the previous X Men films? Right. What I would be concerned about, or maybe I should say, you know, what, I'm going to eat some popcorn and enjoy it, is how if. If Cyclops had met him as a boy, why didn't Cyclops remember him? Right. Because I yeah. could, Is know. there going to be some weird mind wipe? I don't know. Thing? Why doesn't Darth Vader remember building C-3PO? Damn it! Get over it. No, I, I can't get over that. <laughs> oh, oh uh, why'd you well, have he to does go re- there? He does why'd remember. Why'd you have to go there? No, he does he, remember. He just he, doesn't want to take credit for he it. He can't acknowledge. <laughs> build that queer little robot. <laughs> well, no, because... That's if, what your mom says. Dark Lord. <laughs> I can explain that. <laughs> if he acknowledges a C-3PO... Go ahead. I'm just saying, if he acknowledges the C-3PO, then, not laughing then his reveal of being Luke's father in Empire wouldn't have the same power. And that's exactly <laughs> that's what, what he's holding out for. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Sith have, have great dramatic time. Oh, the drama. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's covered. Mm, okay. Woo, that's why. Wow. Thank heaven. So how do we feel about Cyclops being in X-Men? or Not only Cyclops, Emma Frost... Well, are, are those Deadpool, characters that have appeared in the Gambit. previous three well, X Men? Well, movies? Cyclops has, but Emma Frost has Did Cyclops not. Really? What in the in the yeah. previous three movies? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, James Marsden. Uh, in fact, he was Hello? pretty central to the I'm first. I'm blocking two. a couple of them. Uh, yeah. Well, and he died in the third. He one? died really early on in the third one, which was punishment. Do we have to kick you off the podcast? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, you know, I don't mind having like the 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 weapon or what are they? What was that team called? The uh, that, that Weapon X. W- the whole team was Weapon X. Yeah, when, uh, with, with Sabretooth when they were. I guess they the, were the all Army. they were all Weapon X were all, like yeah, graduates. Yeah, Deadpool and uh, Sabretooth. And say, yeah, I don't have a problem with those mutants. Gambit makes me a little nervous. Um, there's even I've seen footage of Storm. He's holding a young girl. Oh yeah, Crowley Storm. So he's like he's been all that, it's just to do we really need all that tie it all together no. for the slower people yeah that's and, what it is and uh, I don't know about the whole Deadpool thing I mean I've been hearing some disturbing did things. did you see the Deadpool tool the, uh, toy they leaked on uh, <laughs> Deadpool tool Deadpool <laughs> tool that's a it's a screwdriver that won't shut up <laughs> <laughs> uh, they basically had a, a toy from X Men Origins or whatever right where he's and got was, the triangles painted on his face but and, he's all burnt and. Yeah. Everything else, and so was, and I don't, can't I, wait to see Ryan Reynolds and go through the pressure cooker. So. Yeah, I don't want to say anything more about that toy because I think I might ruin something for Rick, so I, I won't. Um, uh-huh. No, oh. no. there's one other element about it. Oh, uh, I don't. That really makes know. no sense to me whatsoever. Okay, well, it comes but. out May first, which is going to be here quicker than we think. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> that's true. Well, I'm well, probably going to have to send one of you guys to that screening. I may not be able to see it. What were you going to be? Because be the doing, spring musical, I'll do the it. drama thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's called. Let's and I'll do we it like if, it when you go and write the reviews. I'll do it if Lon can't. I know you do, but still, <laughs> I'm Lon's backup. Okay. There good. you go. If he has a date, I'll go. Hmm? What? Oh, you mean a date instead of the movie? Yeah. yeah. I All got right. it. All yeah. right. Okay. All Let's right. get to some TV stuff. What do you guys think? Uh... We already talked about Big Bang. Uh, you were talking about the animated Iron Man coming soon. No, no, no. Actually, we didn't talk about Big Bang. We did, uh, Charnold asked if we uh, liked Summer Galau. Oh well, yeah. We, who we I did th- talk about? I that. thought had no person discernible no, personality. We, did, we, we did talk about that in a podcast. You were sitting there, um, not paying attention. You were looking at your iPod. Though. I had not watched that episode yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, so now perhaps, you have perhaps to say? I just caught up. <laughs> if only Rick had time warping abilities, and we could we boom, could boom, edit boom. your comments from next week's podcast into this. <laughs> Weeks. Or, or just edit last week's into this one and show that I've already done like five minutes on this. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just forgot. I'm right on that. really bad. Okay. Anyway, uh, and this week... Uh, Can I ask the know. panel, before we go to the Iron Man thing, is anybody still keeping up with the Terminator? I've dropped it. No. No, I'm behind. I, okay. I, I, feel, I, I, I keep telling myself I'm going to go back. And I went back and tried to watch an episode of it, and it was so awful, I just didn't. But apparently finish. its ratings have gone up. There's interest because of Terminator Salvation. People are starting to watch this Friday I can only show assume again. those people are blind. What about Dollhouse? <laughs> dropped it? Uh, no, actually not. Better? And, and I'm a little Same. afraid that the prophecy is going to be true and that by episode six it's going to be watchable. Uh-oh. So it's starting. It's the turning, prophecy. The prophecy. It's turning around. <laughs> uh, that was Mario's prophecy, wasn't it? That, that he'd heard somebody say that. I think even Joss said that. Yeah, yeah. No, I think been, Eliza said that. Yeah. Said, yeah. Yeah. Said, said eventually she's been taking acting lessons. So. And uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, by episode six. By episode six, I'm hoping that I'll be understanding the method. Yeah, and, there uh, was uh, <laughs> there was an interesting development in the last episode. Or not the last. I haven't watched the last episode. The, the episode before the most recent one where. Uh, she was on a job and she got a phone call and got remotely wiped. And wow! Hate like when that happens. Yeah. So so she was all of a sudden the doll form in the middle of this. Uh, it was Ooh. it was kind of like again. I said this is where the, do I get this technology? Uh, the <laughs> oh, okay. TiVo. It was Don't like, worry. If you go to io9.com, they've got, they've got articles on how close they are to actually doing that. The premise yes. the premise of this was very similar to the one uh, my own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Which and that was the gimmick in that one that he would switch out of he'd be in the middle of an op and he'd all of a sudden turn back to the uh, family man. And would it be somebody with like just a little uh, door like a little bell? It's like hey, my old roommate, ding. No, oh, hey, I'm a new character. <laughs> it wasn't now. quite that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've watched too much Whose Line Is It Anyway? Well, yeah, that yeah. too. Or comedy sports. So shout uh, out to comedy sports. Yeah, mad props. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm I'm like I said, I'll watch it's it's Joss, so I'll watch it till it dies. But mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking it might pick up, and then it'll die. Let me know, and I'll I'll uh, yeah, bust, you can, bust my hump up to episode six. You'll go, you'll get the graphic novel. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, although it's one of the things I got to give this as a shout out to my wife, whose opinion on almost every new show this year has been. Cause she asked me, like, are you watching Dollhouse? And I said, uh, I watched the first episode. She said, everything that comes on now, I go, you're going to let that show go on, and you canceled Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been catching up on Pushing Daisies this week, and I feel exactly the same way. I'm like, you canceled Pushing Daisies. Well, you know what? That's pre-recession thinking, though. It, because that was pre-recession TV. Now it's all you know, game shows and yeah, <clears throat> shows we can film. We well, all I want to know is where was the letter writing campaign? There was one. There was one. Okay, well, there weren't enough. Is well, what I'm saying. Not. Okay, so because no. Family Guy got brought back. Yeah, well, Pushing okay. Daisies may still be a comic book and may still have a film. You know. Well, there you go. Because that seems to be the thing. Now everybody Don't wants worry. to wrap up their stories in comics. Well, I finally caught the uh, direct DVD of um, Dead Like Me. The, uh-huh. the movie and actually it was a very good uh, follow on to the show okay. and uh, the plot line was worthy of a movie so good uh, recommend I have to go back and watch that because that is Brian Fuller as well right the same guy so um, excellent did they, show did anybody else see Japanese Spider-Man on the web no, no. oh that was crazy the that 70s, the 70s. You heard uh, about that, right? Oh, yeah. oh, the Japanese one from the 70s? Yeah, I was yeah Marvel is live streaming it on marvel.com. You, oh. can, you can watch the episodes there. But it's I think so weird. It's like, picked it up, too. It's like he's, he's like a totally different superhero. Well, it's like he's Ultraman. It's yeah. a kaiju. Spider-Man. It's a kaiju show, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Like, he turns, it was crazy. Hits the cat. It's like so bizarre. Anyways, um, 
Yeah, and he turns into Spider-Man, and he's posing, and he's looking around, and he has this magic spider wristband. That, yeah. It's fun, man. It was crazy. I would totally want to watch it. Again. I gotta watch that. I gotta. I do. Um, Better than Italian Spider Man, I'll tell you that much. So. Well, I think I've, I think I accidentally watched that one. There was there's like yeah. a Turkish Spider Man. Turkish. Really horrible. Yeah, like it that. was horrible. Oh, all he does is bathe all day. No, no, not even no. that. Mm. He's evil. He like kills somebody. It's it's bizarre. Anyway, um, we got uh, let's talk about Watchmen. I know we don't want to talk about the movie anymore, but next no. week the DVD of Tales of the Black Freighter. I and saw that under the hood earlier. Comes, yeah, because the magic mailbox holding it up. The magic mailbox delivered a copy. Wow, so it's I upside down. It. Too. Oh, there. So, oh, <laughs> blooper. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank heavens this is not a vodcast. <sighs> anyway, uh, who wants it? Who Graphic. Wants, who I'll wants watch DVD? It first. Oh, yep. oh, he said it. Mom said it first. Um, Graphic, disturbing, uh, painful. Yes, it's rated yes. R. Yes, the uh, dude. He floats on. A boat made of dead I'm just, people. I'm, no, they I know. Talk to him. Tales of the Black Freighter, the animated... Is it is crazy, ra- like, heavy metal disturbing? Is, yes. Oh. It's rated R. Uh, Under the Hood, the mockumentary, is rated PG. So okay. it's kind of an interesting thing there. Both um, animated? No. Under the Hood is with uh, Carla Gugino and uh, Stephen McHattie, who played uh, Hollis Mason. So, yeah, as Hollis Mason, as... Sally, Star, Sally, 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 Jupiter, Sally Jupiter, and uh, there's a brief appearance from Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the comedian. Okay, and that's cool. It, yeah, it's cl- it's, it is a clever adaptation. The thought was that if you that in that world, if you had, if someone had written a tell-all, a news magazine probably would have done a feature, like Evening Magazine, a feature episode, you no, know, like 60 Minutes. So oh, okay. they they call it the they call it the Culpepper Minute, and they go and it's 1985, and they say on the eve of. Of uh, this, we, we look back. You know, we did this interview with Hollis Mason before the Keen Act was passed. But we're thinking it's been ten years. Let's look back and see. You know, he couldn't have known what was lying in the future. Let's see what's happened since. And so they go back and they show the, all these interviews that that actually lifts a lot of the of the wording from the Under the Hood. That uh, was text my next question. The, so, how how full are these compared to the comics? So, like the Black Freighter, is it like? Can you see that it, it left anything out? I or? didn't leave anything out. The Black, Tales from the Black, Black Freighter is a good adaptation. My feel, they don't do the framing sequences, so there's no. It's just it's Tales of the Black Freighter. Right. So, so that's straight it. on transmission. So why you know if somebody were to pick that up, why what that has to do with Watchmen? No one's going to understand except there's a documentary that's included. You know, talking to all the people involved in the production, saying why they did it. Blah blah blah. Great, quite an achievement. And this is what I, my feeling was: both of those Tales of the Black Freighter and uh, Tales of the Black Freighter and Under the Hood. Are really well done, but I also feel like, but they don't necessarily serve. They're for completists. Pr- it's for the completists. Yeah. It's 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 not serving a purpose in the art of. But it's also <laughs> Zack Snyder being true to the fans mm-hmm. and just saying, "Hey, I'm going to give you everything I could." And think of how cool that is. What studio is signing off on? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, aside from maybe yeah, we're going to produce I, this. And- yeah, we'll do a three-hour movie and your little DVD. Yeah, and we'll we'll pay for animated, you know, movies for yeah, direct and there's, DVD. And like, there's- that's just that's just that's coolness in the fanboy world. And I under think. the hood, it does definitely fills in a lot of fun stuff about um, about the Minuteman. And when I was watching, I thought, wow, I really feel like the interview. I was really feeling like the pieces with the interviewing Carla Gugino or Sally Jupiter. They, they really felt off the cuff and not scripted, like she was really improvising it. And then I watched the documentary and they said, yeah, she had – and she says, you know, she read, she'd read this graphic novel obsessively. They'd given her all the, the stuff and she just – so she wanted to make sure she knew Sally Jupiter so well. So the, the, 
the guy playing Culpepper, the interviewer, just lobbed questions at her and she answered freeform. That's awesome. But beautifully in character. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's that's so something that is so something that Sally Jupiter would say. And it was it was really cool. A, you know, it's definitely not no get smart direct to DVD. You know, the adventures. No, of it Barry is a work of love. It's a big ever. Gerard Butler as the as the sailor in uh, in Tales of the Black Freighter, and then um, Jared Harris plays the other his crew crew member that whose corpse kind of talks back to him when he's kind of going crazy. That's nuts. Um, it, it's an intense. Uh, you know, well, the I, story you kind of, I'd was forgotten intense. how intense. Cause I, I, yeah. I, I've just reread a couple of chapters and haven't gotten to the tales of the black. Freighter I can imagine this anyway. has got to be more than. I mean, when you re- originally read the books when they came out, you get a little bit of this in an issue, and mm-hmm. then it'd be another month before you get the next right. issue too. Right. So this is like okay, oh, now right we're going to hold your eyes open, and make you watch the whole thing. Is this <laughs> yeah. streaming? And it's pretty intense. It's all oh. about how dark and despair it is. I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah. function in the Watchmen. <laughs> oh, well, the geez. function in the Watchmen is the parallel of the story and it's produced in the book very much parallel to parts of Ozymandias. the Osmandia story that don't really come out that strongly in the movie. You don't get it until yeah, you and don't so get it couldn't really but even, I don't think you can even get that on a first reading of the book to <coughs> realize that that's what's going on yeah. that he's that Alan Moore is filling in the blanks of what's happened to Ozymandias's personality. Yeah. What he's thinking and and you, you know once you know the ending, then you reread and go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." You get that that you're seeing these little pieces, but so there's a brilliant. Few, it's for completists, I mean, I have to say it's for completists only. If you saw the Watchmen and went, "Oh, that's kind of interesting," but this is how I feel about the motion comic, which the motion comic, the DVD actually says as well. You know, this basically this is no substitute for reading the graphic novel. So, what are the running times on these? Uh, it was like 28 minutes and 35, I think. Okay. Because uh, I'd heard rumor that it was an additional 40 or 50 minutes that Snyder shot for the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's and not And I was this. assuming it's it might not be this. that. So We're going to have that super DVD with everything edited in in the context. That's not the director's cut he's talking about okay. for July or September, whenever, whether Mario or I are right. Um, the super deluxe Tiger Platinum Dragon edition of Watchmen <laughs> is going to have it all edited into context. But that's that's still it's not be the Pharaoh edition. It's still not taking into account the thirty or forty minutes left okay. of, you know, other B plots that are gone and so forth. So um, that's you know, cool. Though. If you if you still loved what ha- loved the Watchmen film or just want to have it all, have it all. Also coming out on Tuesday, a film that really didn't do as well as it should have uh, it was Bolt. We talked about it when when it, when it was released in the theaters. Uh, the story of a dog who think who a television superhero dog who thinks he really is a superhero. Because dogs John are Travolta. stupid. <laughs> Oh, okay. such more. especially talking dogs. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Miley Cyrus, and and, and uh, one of the animators actually ended up being the hamster. So kind of became a yeah. I, I looked, that, name, I looked that guy a, up and I go, "You've done nothing." But he was well, such a he great was the voice. He was doing the scratch tracks, yeah. and they said nobody's funnier than that. The auditions of actors said, "No, he's the guy." So it, it's a really fun family movie, but it's a real. It was a really good story, and it was like I loved it when it when I saw it in the theater, and, and just like went. Because of Twilight, that's what Disney says. Thanks to Twilight, and uh, and they open the same week. All those girls would have gone to see the animated <laughs> but dog exactly. movie. But you know, actually, that is true. Oh well, it was my Cyrus. I wasn't being sarcastic. It's hard to tell. <laughs> it's so hard to tell with you. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, now's your chance. Make it up and 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 see this. Uh, see Bolt. Um, 
So I, I just want to push that. Uh, I've also I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I got the Zeta Project. This has been a, a month for sort of like the forgotten um, Cartoon Network series or, or WB series. Right. Remember the real adventures or the new adventures of Johnny Quest? Yes. So I've finally got a copy of that. I've got to watch that and catch up because I didn't even know that one existed. And the Zeta Project, Michael, just a little trivia. What Bruce Tim? Catherine Zeta. Oh no! What Bruce Tim series did it spin off of? I know. I the know. Zeta Project. Yeah. See, it's so tell. lost and forgotten. Yeah. Okay, Rick, go ahead. Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond, yeah. yeah I, I didn't watch all of Batman Beyond. Yeah, well, you should. It's first in the last season. Dang good. But, uh, bat, but yeah, from Batman Beyond, they, they spun this story of an, of an android who could change his shape and uh, was trying on the run from, was created from the government agency that had created him. And uh, Diedrich Bader voiced Zeta, or Z, I guess it was, it was as he called. So... I'm going to be checking that one out this weekend because um, I may have seen an episode of it. I don't know if I just saw Static Shock time. also a uh, Batman spinoff, or did no. they just do a crossover? They did a crossover. Yeah. Static Shock was from the Milestone comic. Okay. Waiting for that on DVD. I don't think that's come out on DVD yet uh, as a series. So uh, did they do enough episodes for DVD? Did they do a whole? <laughs> they did enough episodes of Zeta Project, and nobody went. Uh, There's a second volume of Freakazoid coming. I don't remember Freakazoid lasting that long as much <laughs> as I enjoyed that show. Yeah. So. We'll hope. We'll see. Um, hey, I think that's it. Although, long made a note here. Was there an announcement this week about the Marvel? Yeah, I, I just briefly heard it. I just wanted to see if you had heard anything about I it. I did not. I mean, I know Marvel's been planning. A Marvel had recently announced that they were going to go. I guess it was a. Maybe I saw it on Newsarama or something, but basically announcing that they are going forward with some software company to produce a, a online. Was it MM? MMORPG. MMORPG. Yeah, they were going to go with Cryptic Studios, who had done City of Heroes, but right. then something <laughs> fell apart there, I'd heard. Tell you so. what, this is just a teaser for next week's podcast. I'll do your find homework. Out. You're going to do I'll homework. find more info, and we'll come back next you week. You are such a tease. Can you update us on the DC version, too? Has that come out yet? Uh, mm-hmm. No, not yet. It doesn't seem like it's a little late. It wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, they were hyping it last year's Comic-Con. So. <sighs> okay. Well, we'll check out. with a lot of things to follow up on. And if you have tips or or you have information to tell us, please write in at editor at fanboyplanet.com. We want information. We need help. Sean Send will us help us. Tips. I don't think I like your tone. Anyway. Is he being sarcastic? I don't know. Editor at he. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. In the meantime, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. I'm Michael Goodson. I'm Lon Lopez. And I'm Rick Bretzender, reminding you to use your powers only for good. Yeah. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. I've decided that the uh, guy who yells stuff from, uh, you know, four feet away is a much funnier bit than anything I do regularly. <clears throat> so from now on, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> I agree, Dick! This is how it started with you. <laughs> with me, I yeah. Then somebody, somebody encouraged it. Oddly enough, I thought it was a pretty good bit. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, and it named part of the podcast. But he didn't just start that last week.
It's kind of his thing, right? No, he, he kind of been? perfected it last week. <laughs> Can on we just the, go to dinner early? On the 20... 20 uh, <laughs> Are you going to go to dinner with us? Probably not. You watch iPhone users and they, they run between power outlets like people with a broken aqua Hey, line. only every three hours. You got a USB plug I can plug this thing into? It's just, and I can just stand here for an hour? Backpack battery updates just done. I just said, you know, do and people really want to listen to that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was the enormous stick up his ass. <laughs> Which always, by the way, I'm sure points that's going to make it in. <laughs> I'm sure that'll make the cut. Uh-huh. Get you down here before September. Uh, I don't know. You can call the store and they yeah. can get in touch with us or write to oh, editor at, at Planboy. Fanboy <laughs> Planet. Planboy. Okay. Love Rick. Rick's been with me two, for two years. We're going to just, we'll be here all week. Yeah, but you know what? That's cool. We get letters, so yeah, we should. Um, That's you know, cool. Though. If you if you still loved what ha- loved the Watchmen film, or just want to have it all, have it all. I just you can wor- have it. All. I just worry that that all once they put that all together, we're all going to have to consult our doctor about our four hour erections. <laughs> I already do. Well, it, they'll be natural, so we won't have to consult the doctor. Right. Yeah. 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 That's debatable. Uh, so, <laughs> so is that all we got? Michael's this week? a pharmacist. No, um, I say also coming out on Tuesday, a film that really didn't do as well as it should have. I'm Lon Lopez, and I'm Rick Brett Center, reminding you to use, use your, your powers, powers only for good. All right. Notice I didn't say penis. <laughs> I noticed how you edited that the last. <laughs> it's all use your powers only for fanboy. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.